don't. All right, we're just waiting for this. All right, let's go. All right, so hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the brand new In the Clinch podcast, where we will be discussing UFC news while also giving some beginner analysis. My name is Tyler, and I am joined by my fellow co-hosts, Chris and John. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing good, you know? Feeling great on this beautiful Saturday. Yep, no. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's nice outside, can't complain. Can't complain. I'm ready, for, I'm ready for a great main event tonight. That's what I am ready for. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Right. So, since it is the first show, we are all going to give a little introduction so you guys get to know us a little better. We're all three of us, our hometown friends. We've been friends since elementary school. We are in college now and have been watching the UFC for about five years now. Uh, we all love like every sport, but watching the UFC every Saturday night at one of our houses was almost like a tradition to us. You know, those were some of the best times. So, yep. Now to transition to transition a little more to the UFC, we're gonna start by giving our top three fighters and why, and then as well as a few of our favorite fights. Um, Chris, you can go first. All right. Um, so uh, I'm just going to go off the top of my head. I, all right, so top three fighters. One, I'd, I'd have to say uh, Israel Adesanya. He, he just his, – his fight style is very similar to Anderson Silva, which, who, was, who was another one of my favorite fighters, but he's not going to be on my list. Um, it's respectable. His, his, it's respectable. His head movement, striking, and honestly, he had his somewhat new and improved grappling. He's getting there. He's not there yet, but uh, yeah, no. So he he's on definitely on top of my list. I'd say two. <coughs> I'd say two. I'm gonna have to do a package deal of the Diaz brothers. Just it's just the Diaz Be brothers. Enough. I don't. I don't. I don't. Enough said. Yeah, enough. Enough said. said. From Stockton, California. I I think I I think they're just. You know, everyone who watches UFC knows. And the, uh, the Blunt Blowing Brothers. Yep, the Blunt Blowing Brothers. And third on my list, um, he's more of a current fighter. I, I think I'm just going to have to go with uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. He's an uh, up-and-coming fighter, 13-1, and should be 14-0. and He didn't get kicked in the knee and had drop foot. But uh, very entertaining fighter to watch, coming off an absolutely insane last fight where he landed 80% of his strikes and 240 strikes to the other dude's head. So, uh, looking forward to his next fight. So, I guess, so now I have to give my, uh, top, or, uh, we'll do, uh, we'll do, we'll do, um, <clears throat> we'll do fighters first. All right, and then, um, yeah, so that's a really good, um, that's a really good list. Obviously, Israel Adesanya is probably, like, what, top five overall pound for pound in the world right now. Yeah. He's just he's just amazing. Honestly, he's so fun to watch, and just yeah, Sugar Sean O'Malley also just fun to watch. I just I also just love his personality because he, everyone just hates him. He just doesn't, and he just yeah. um, he if, just goes out there and just you know does his thing. And, if if I mean, you he, guys, he talks back, but if you guys don't know, Sugar Sean has a podcast, so I uh, highly suggest you go check that out on YouTube. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah, so um, that's a really good list. You know, all the really good fighters. Sugar Sean, up and coming. Really good fighter. Um, so, Lachlan, how about you? For me, I'm going to have to go with ruthless Robbie Lawler as one yes, of my sir. favorite. I mean, his fight with Rory McDonald, which is what I'm going to have to say, is one of my favorite fights. 
honestly one of the best fights in the history of the UFC. He every time he gets in that octagon, he's ready to kill somebody. He's he's looking to knock you out. He's looking to have a firefight. He's one of the most entertaining guys in the business in the history of the sport. I mean, how could you leave him off your list? I mean, that's for me. That's that's my first guy. Now, second, I'm uh, I'm have to, I'm gonna have to actually take uh one of the 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 fighters that you had inspiration from, uh, Anderson Silva. His head movement, uh, his what he brought to the game of MMA when it was that just wasn't being done. It's just unmatched. He 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 was an entertainer too before that was even a thing like that. He he was the first one to be talking trash. He was the first one to be you know laughing at you, you yeah. know taunting you in the middle of a fight, then knock you out five seconds later. You know, and then he get was, knocked out by Chris Weidman. And then it, it happens, <laughs> but it happens. everyone gets everyone loses. You know, yeah. unless you're like uh, but, John Jones, Habib, you know, even GSP get knocked out. I mean, look, John Jones would be number one on my list, but uh, we got to leave out Connor and John Jones for these lists because yeah, that's you know, those noting. are automatics. That is yeah, very that's worth noting. noting. Um, we are leaving out John Jones and and Connor McGregor as everyone loves them. Yep, John Jones and McGregor, um, definitely two very big uh, characters in the UFC community as well. But we decided to leave them off because they were kind of like our our inspiration to start watching and that that's what like drew us to kind of start watching so we just wanted to leave them off the list for entertainment purposes as well because they're probably like one of the most popular names but they're probably going to be like two of the most popular names if people were to name and you know we just want to keep entertainment you know original and like creative and they're outliers in the sport yeah they're just they're they're, they're they're some of the most entertaining people you know i mean yeah and then for for my third fighter that i'm gonna say is is one of my favorite um I'm definitely going to have to go with um, Justin Gaethje. Uh, he's a more current fighter. He hasn't been a champion yet. He's, I think he was an interim champion. Um, but he's a killer. He he punches with ferocity. He's always looking to knock you out. He's a great fighter. He, he's a good wrestler. National, I think he was a, a college wrestler as well. He's a great martial artist. I mean, his his fights are amazing. I can't wait for his fight at UFC, I think, 268 with, with Michael Chandler. That's going to be a firefight. I can't wait for it. Those are my yeah. top three. And for an honorable mention, I'm adding Nate Diaz because he is one of the most entertaining people in the sport. Nick Diaz, too, but Nate Diaz for me. I've been loving him since Conor McGregor trilogy. I mean, only two fights. They should make it a trilogy because those are great fights. But those are my three and honorable mentions. Yep. All right. So I'm going to go with a little bit of a few new fighters because, um, I don't know, you know, just the new wave. They're very, very entertaining. Everyone's personalities and everything like that. So my first fighter is none other than Kevin Holland. Yes, sir. You know, biggest character. Honestly, the funniest guy in the UFC. Maybe other than Derek Lewis. Um, <laughs> and, you know, his, nick- his nickname is literally Big Mouth. I mean, he's just so entertaining to watch. You know, he just goes in and just swings. And he's a good fighter, too. Obviously, the wrestling needed a little work, and he did work on it in his last fight. But, unfortunately, that was that was ruled a no contest or a draw because of him. Um, well, it was the head, head bump. The head bump. The, little mean, head, yep. the head bump knocked him out. So, I mean. It did knock him out. It, did, it, did, it definitely did alter the fight. So It changed the fight. It knocked him out. Yeah, it did. Um, so, he... He's just, you know, I follow his Instagram. He's always, he just, he just pokes fun at Derek, Derek Brunson and everyone in the UFC. He's really, really funny, really, really entertaining. 
And, you know, I just love watching him fight because, you know, you, you he's just – he'll be talking to the announcers. He'll be talking to DC while he, in, in the middle of his fight, and it's just, it's just hilarious. Yeah, he'll, he'll, just, he'll be asking him for advice. He even did that to yeah. Khabib. He was like, and then, like Khabib, um, what should I do here? What should I do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, like, like – He's just really entertaining to watch too, you know. Um, his mm-hmm. uh, his knockout against uh, was it Chakare? Yeah, that was, yeah, great. That was from his great knees. Really good knockout from his back, punching him. It's crazy, you know. And um, I just think it's just once he puts in the work, he's gonna be very, very um, dangerous in this weight class. And um, so my second, unfortunately, he's not in the UFC anymore. He's in a different um promotion. But we are gonna go with Anthony Showtime Pettis. Yes, sir. So he is one of he is one of the guys that I that got also got me into the UFC. Besides, I mean, one of the bigger names, not named Connor and John Jones. Um, He's one of my favorite fighters. He's just I I like the flair. I like the crazy moves. I like the flair. I like the people who go for crazy knockouts. And you know, Kevin Holland and Pettis, two obvious names right there. Um, You know that kick at that kick like. Unfortunately, his glory didn't last like crazy long, but he was always ranked fighter and yeah. he's always put on a show. I mean, he was I a champion like. too at one point. He was a champion. He was and a that, that knockout, he had a few crazy knockouts, you know, the one where he jumped off the fence and the kick. You know, yeah, I know. Just, I know. That's, that's... He was just really entertaining to watch. And, you know, unfortunately, sad to see him not in the UFC anymore, but, you know, it's fine. Uh, now, my third one is relatively new. <sighs> Is Brian Ortega? I really? really like, wow! I I really wow. like the unorthodox fighters. You know, he he has crazy moves. Just very good with very good in the clinch with the elbows. And I I, I like I personally like people who fight or like fight like crazy with crazy moves and unorthodox. That though that's those are like my type of fighters. You know, I don't. Yeah. I, of course, I love people when they just swing, but I like watching all these like. Special moves, and I love it when they pull it off too. So that is my third and honorable mentions. I got a few. I mean, everyone loves Brandon Moreno. I mean, how like yeah. he's the best. He's such a nice guy too. The baby face assassin. Yep, and you know some uh, obviously the Diaz. Nobody who, you can't hate them. And then um, you know obviously like GSP and everyone. So that is my top three. That is my. That is yeah. Those are just three of my favorite fighters. Solid. Kevin Holland definitely number one, and the others I'm not sure, but those are just some of my three favorite fighters. All right, all right, pretty solid. All right, now, would you go? So we'll move into um a few fights. Uh, we'll start with yeah, we'll start with John. We'll start with John right now. Um, my favorite fight in the history of the UFC has to be Rory McDonald. Uh, mm-hmm. Versus Robbie Lawler, uh, I recommend every single person listen watch that like right now. It is without a doubt one of the close no, closest and entertaining fight bouts of in history of MMA. I mean, like these guys are just warriors in there, going back and forth, bloodied at the end of the fight. You know, going going literally like the distance, like five rounds to to battle, you know, going to war with each other, you know, standing in front of each other, just, just trading blows. I mean, you, you couldn't pay for something better. You know, I mean, people literally did at the time, but <laughs> I mean, that was without a doubt, one of the most 
historic fights in the history of the game. Now, another one I'm going to have to say was Jones versus Gustafson. Um, I think it was Jones Jones Gustafson won. I yeah. think it was the first one. Yeah, it was one. the first one. That was a crazy fight. Classic. I mean, that's that's probably the only fight that you could even say John Jones almost lost. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe next to the Dominic Reyes fight, but this was way different. Jo- Jones and Gustafson going back and forth, punches, kicks. They're both six five, six six. They both have crazy reach, crazy long legs. Can they finally dethrone the king? John Jones never been beat by anyone but himself. You know, I mean. That entire fight, it's and continues yeah. to get beat by himself. Yo, we'll, we'll get yeah, into that a little later. I, unfortunately, I think, that was the, I think that was the first time that John Jones actually, honestly, from a physical standpoint, he actually fought himself. If not more, if not Gustafson having more of a physical prowess because he was taller and well, I don't longer. actually, I think I don't think he was taller. Yeah, he sure. Is. Gustafson's taller than John Jones. Really. Yeah, I think uh, here I'll do a fact check right now. I thought Gustafson was six five, and then it's all right, Chris. We can keep moving. No, I don't know. You can keep moving. I'll, I'll come back to it. Yeah. So. Either way, that was without a doubt. And also, he is six five. Fun fact, but John Jones is six four, so it's all right. Yeah. Um. Either way, um, th- that's yeah. one of the greatest fights of all time. And for my last one, definitely has to be John Jones versus Cormier when he knocked him when he hit him with the head kick and then yes. TKO'd him. <laughs> I mean, God. That was like, <clears throat> oh man! I remember watching that. We actually watched that in Chris's we were basement. So hyped. Yep. We all watched yeah. that in Chris's basement. Man, ah, DC was crying. I was yeah. happy. It was a great fight. It was a great <clears throat> fight. I I love DC now. He he made a very nice transition to the announcing game. But at the time, I wasn't the biggest DC fan, so seeing him cry was kind of um, vindicating. <laughs> oh yeah, I I hated DC. I was a big John Jones fan. I, yeah. I said Bones Jones. He said, "Give me now, that though. title." I, I, I'm uh, John, me and John Jones got to hit love hate right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a love hate really. I, I think John he's Jones a little frustrating. He's a little frustrating, you know. But he's very frustrating because I know can he can be. It, yeah, yeah. But you know, three really good fights right there. I really like the um, I really like the Gustafson versus John Jones pick. That is one of my favorite fights. I've I picked I, I didn't pick them, but uh, because I knew I thought one of you guys were doing too, so I wanted to change it up, and I um. <laughs> I've, I think I've watched that fight about three or four times. Yeah. That fight is just it's just crazy. It is it is insane. The way they go out each other, just just everything. I've never seen John Jones get stunned like that. I've never seen anything like that. It was just it's just crazy. The second one wasn't as good. It was still good, but you know, um, John Jones is John Jones. Just no, all, John Jones. Line. He asserted his dominance in that <laughs> yeah. second fight. Yeah, but just, that first so bottom fight. line, John Jones is John Jones. You know. So, Kirby, right. what are some of your favorite fights? All right, so I figured I figured some of you I figured you guys would go with a little bit um older ones, so I want to go with newer ones again. So my first fight was actually a few weeks ago, Volkanovski versus Ortega. Yeah, that, honestly, I agree with that. It's, that was it's, one of the greatest it was fights. Like in, instant classic, to yeah. say the least. Yeah, that's that's going down in the history books with with, with it the, was some of the best. Actually, it's like first two rounds, pretty dominant by Volkanovski. But you know, Ortega was still hanging in there. It wasn't like, like Volkanovski was definitely winning. But that third round was actually one of the best rounds I've ever seen. I was rooting for Ortega, and I was going absolutely crazy in my dorm when he had the when he had the chokeholds in. It was just oh, no, that guillotine was how. so tight. That guillotine exactly, was so tight. Yeah. I, I don't know and how Volk is still standing. 
And yeah, and I Volkanovsky think he had him in a triangle, like, a leg yeah. triangle or something. Volkanovsky was yeah. just was just he was squirming with that with that guillotine, like squirming on the floor, couldn't move, and I was just like, Oh, this is it. This is it. I was getting mad heights in my room, you know, up and down, jumping up and down. But and then he got out. However, it was still a really good fight. You know, mm-hmm. I love I love um you know, Volkanovsky was just dominant to be honest. But Ortega Ortega did have his moments, but Ortega I just love his um his how creative how creative he was, like to pull those to even pull those off in those in that position was just crazy. You know, you definitely had um, you definitely had Volkanovsky, you know, like aware of that. And I think he definitely had Volkanovsky aware of those like how like after that after those few times. Yeah, I mean Brian Ortega has some of the best jujitsu. Ju- 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 yeah. yeah. He's just he's just crazy. And um yeah. so another one. Uh Moreno versus Figueredo number one. Yes. Yes. I that to me that was not a draw. It um, wasn't a draw. I think I think Moreno won. I think there was a little bit of a championship <clears throat> bias there, but you know, it was still close. I, I I'm I'm not mad at the at the decision, but it was basically a draw because Figueredo so they basically said Figueredo won, but he, it was a draw because he had the minus one. Yeah. So I don't think that. I think that. <clears throat> I I think Moreno just won. To be honest. Really? And See, the thing is, I hard. actually I actually thought Figueredo won that fight. You know, I, I mean, maybe that's I I like Figueredo. I mean, maybe that's just me. It was but close. I, it was I, close thought, I, I think, thought it was a really I close think Moreno fight. Won. I, th- I think Moreno won. Yeah. I thought I, I thought I, I, that's I, my personal. I thought Figueredo was, had the bigger shots. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty even all around. I but the thing amazing. is, they were that's they what were makes both. I don't think anyone was expecting Moreno to show up the way he yeah. did in that fight, and because uh-huh. well, Figueredo was on such a tear that everyone everyone thought, oh my god, this is the this is the next Mighty Mouse. This is this yeah. is gonna be the end all be all of the division, uh-huh. and Moreno but, just came in and absolutely put up an amazing fight. Yeah, but um, you know, I, all I'm gonna say is um. Moreno, I'm glad he won the second one to be honest yep, because he's, he's a very he deserves it. The third one's gonna be great. Third one's gonna be great. Now my last fight. Now, uh, Zhang Weili versus Yuan. Oh um, my god, ooh. that was wow. Now that's uh, up there. Wow. What is it called? He Hema. What is it? Oh, uh, Hematoma. Uh, that was when on, uh, on Yohanna's Yohanna became Mega Mind. Yep. Yo, I, oh my god, that Weili was piecing her. Yeah, we I mean, just just pieced her up. It was a really good fight. Honestly, I mean, that that was probably that's definitely the greatest fight in the history of uh-huh. women's MMA. Yep. Um, that that was such a good fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you couldn't. I was literally could not literally sit down. Like I yeah. was standing up the entire fight. Like, oh my god, like you. That was one of the greatest fights I've ever seen. I agree with yep. you. Yeah. I just want to give a little honorable mention to um, you know, a Long Island native. You know, San Hagen versus uh, Sterling. Yes, sir. Uh, just to watch, just to watch, you know, some guy that I we we I think we all forgot to put him as a little honorable mention in our favorite fighters because he's 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 right around us. It's hard not to refer also him, you know. percent beat uh, Dillashaw. Yeah. I don't I don't Dana, care. Dana White don't likes care. to win fights. That was so But yeah, but yeah, Sterling just took him down right away and just just choked him out. It was, it was crazy, you know. But we let's move on. Um. Chris, yes. What are some of your favorite fights? Okay. Um. All right. One. So one fight that comes to mind for me. Uh, pretty recent. I'd have to say. Uh, Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler. That was I a thought. Great fight. 
that I thought mm. that fight from beginning to end. So Oliveira was actually he was getting he was getting pieced in the first round. Every like my, I think Michael Chandler had one or two knockdowns on him, and honestly, it just did not look good for Oliveira. It looked like Michael Chandler uh, was dominating him on the ground and in the standing game. Yeah, that but, first round made it look like all, uh, yeah. Chandler was taking the belt. Yeah, it looked it mm-hmm. looked pretty convincing for a cha- like for a championship bid, and then in the second round, out of nowhere, just they they were squaring up in the middle of the ring. I think Chandler threw a punch, and Oliveira caught him with a sneak like a sneaky left hook and just dropped Chandler. And then I th- I'm, I vaguely remember Chandler trying to do some. He almost did like or like a back handspring, and then he like. He crashed up against the fence, and then Oliveira just pounced on him. And after that, it was over. I think. I think if Chandler didn't try to recover like that, I think he would have been able to get up and uh, like situate himself. But I, I think him trying to do whatever he was trying to do, uh, I think that really kind of cost him the fight. But uh, you know, so that that was a really good fight uh, that comes to my mind. Another good fight, even though it lasted about what was it maybe like a minute a minute and a half amanda nunez versus chris cyborg that was i think that was the most action-packed fight i've ever seen between like between two dominant forces like that like cyborg honestly one of the i i she scares me she like she if i had a nightmare bro if i had a nightmare (laughs) i think cyborg would be in my nightmare like and Nunez, Nunez is just so dominant. I, I don't see anyone dethrone. I, I the only person I see dethroning her is herself when she retires. Or Valentina, yeah. maybe. Yeah, um, unfortunately, maybe. I don't even know, bro. Because bro, because Valentina lost her already. Yeah, Val- Valentina lost her, and but I don't like. Twice. I don't. I could see her winning. Yeah, still. I because Valentina is ridiculously dominant. I've like, there's no one that compare, compares to Don, like Valentina or or Nunez. Like, yeah, no, no one comes close. It's and Cyborg used to be that that. That girl, you know, yeah, she's oh, yeah. the one that everyone was scared of. I mean, they all fought. You know, they she... both they fought twice. Uh, Nunes and Shevchenko. Yeah, um, both went to decision though. So, well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just feel like when you watch Shevchenko's fights, she doesn't have challenges. I've never seen. I've yeah, barely no. even seen her challenge well, in her in the past I, like six fights. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's that she doesn't have a challenge. I think she's just so good. It just looks so easy to her. Well, exactly. Like the last person she fought, she literally couldn't do anything. She could yeah. not do a single I, bro, I, thing. Here, I I was actually I was looking at the stats of that fight because I actually I was I didn't get to watch the Shevchenko uh, Lauren Murphy fight. Uh, it I was, was just yeah, it was, was just dominant, pure was, dominance. I'm looking at the round ridiculous. stats. So round one total strikes twenty four to three. Round two total strikes thirty to eight. Round three twenty five to six, and round four fifty three to two. And Dude, 47, 47 of those were significant strikes. Dude, yeah, she, crazy, the entire fight, she couldn't do anything. Like, every time she tried to move in, she got caught with a check hook. Or mm-hmm. if she tried to move in, leg kick. Leg kick. Yeah. Bro, like, she tried – She if if Shevchenko tried to move in and then Murphy would try to counter, no. She's getting, yeah, she's she's just, she's um, caught. She's just she's a different clipped. beast. But, yeah. yeah Shevchenko's um, different. And yeah. um, so – Third, third fight, I'd have to say, I guess just, I'm just going to say it for aesthetic purposes, uh, McGregor versus Alvarez in MSG where champ and had mm-hmm. some of the most iconic lines after that ever. Uh, I, I, wouldn't necessarily, it, I wouldn't necessarily say it was 
an amazing fight, but uh, McGregor clearly outclassed Alvarez. Alvarez didn't look up to par to be a double champ, and uh, I think yep. McGregor just pounced pounced on every opportunity he had. And Alvarez, like he just he just really looked like he couldn't do everything. I mean, that was I'd say right now McGregor's kind of falling off. He hasn't had the best recent performances. Well, breaking his leg and also getting absolutely worked by Khabib. Um, I think hasn't I think, had the best luck though. So yeah, yeah, he hasn't had the best luck. Um, but I, that I'd say that was his like I'd say that was McGregor's prime prime, and uh, that was he just that just led to some of the most iconic moments in history. So mm-hmm. I'd have to put that on my list just for uh, yep. aesthetic Those purposes. Are, um, honorable mention though, gotta add Aldo versus McGregor. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's that an honorable really mention fight. right there. McGregor's dominance was just, then, it was just something else. It was, his it was, come it was, up was was nothing. I, like I anything hope else. I hope he could One of just get. I hope he could just go back to at least a little bit in that form. You know. Yeah, and then yeah, honestly, I'd say it's good for the sport too. I'd say another. I'd say an honorable mention fight for me is still a more recent fight, and it's it's a women's fight. Uh, Weili Zhang versus Nama Yunus too. Mm-hmm. I thought Nama Yunus is one of my favorite fighters. Yes, bro. Thug Dropped Rose, her. Thug Rose is on the come up and honest and well not on the come. She's been she's been coming up, uh, but honestly right now I think she's here to stay. I I mm-hmm. I, I see her as being a really as a pretty dominant champion and um, I'm just pulling her for her all the way. Like how can you not? She just she just so she's a ni- nice person. She's a great person. Killer in the ring. That's all you can ask for. Murderer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's all you can ask for. All right. Now, so there's some news and let's preview the main event tonight. Okay. So. First story, according to CNN, Conor McGregor allegedly assaulted an Italian DJ <laughs> and may be facing charges. According to the DJ, Conor invited them to a hotel party, and when he tried, when him and his group tried to leave early, Conor became angry and retaliated. Now, my my initial reaction is just um not too surprised. Yeah, I'm, Connor, I'm not very surprised. Yeah, I mean, like, this is not had, his first time. Conor's had multiple, you know, instances. Same with John Jones. Fortunately, they could be. They could be the two. I mean, they are kind of the faces of the U- of the UFC, but at the same time, you know, I w- I wish I wish they uh behaved a little better. Yeah, you know? I because um I, I you, just wish they took into account like what they're actually doing and how yeah, stupid it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. McGregor I mean, happens uh, to be uh he's a, a little bit of a loose cannon, you know. Yeah, especially when yep. you get rich like that, you just. Do but things. also, you know, I just think um something that should be taken in mind is you know uh, CTE among. Um, the athletes, UFC the fighters, yeah. especially. I feel like there's just there's a big emphasis on the on the NFL and how they act after. But me, but I to me, I think you. I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's pretty evident that UFC takes way more um, punishment. Oh yeah, yeah so I think more emphasis should be on this rather than the NFL. And you know, yeah, I just think that totally agree. part of the reasons. I I don't know. I feel like part of the reasons why Connor acts like this, John Jones acts like this, is because of the CTE. Also. Not to mention Tony Ferguson, he is absolutely crazy. He's just crazy. Oh, um, uh, honestly, I, I don't even know if I blame that on CTE. I think that's just Tony Ferguson. He was born like that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bro, I remember reading one story about Tony Ferguson um, where I, I think, I'm pretty sure he, he kidnapped his child and then was running away and was hopping fences with the baby. Just, uh, yeah, run, saw, just no, running away. So, um, he wanted he what? wanted to take How, his why? child for he wanted to take his child for a ride. Um, yeah, and I, but, I think they were they had joint custody. And it was uh, it was late at night, and the wife said, "No, it's too late." 
and they uh but he forced his way in obviously past the wife and the wife's mom picked up the child and just just left his car behind and was running around was running around in the rain hopping fences while he was barefoot and the baby was also in, uh just in a diaper i think yeah, uh, there's that, some crazy Tony some, Ferguson stories. That's we could always go. We yeah. could always just go over them as an entertainment purposes for another shirt for on another show because you know yeah. honestly it's just really really entertaining. It's really funny, but um yeah. So uh, hopefully Connor gets this figured out. Hopefully yeah. he stops doing this stuff. You know because um, which he probably a, won't. We're all big Connor right. fans. Yeah, him and him and John Jones brother. They keep yeah. They they want all this money for fights, but they're out here fighting for free. Yeah, and I just don't understand. You know um. Yeah, I mean, I just hope they get it. I just hope they get it together. I mean, isn't he supposed to be healing right now too? I, I don't Connor, yeah. His leg, his leg is broken. He's Wait, fighting what, people. What, uh, yeah. what happened to uh, Connor? He was supposed to do a, a wheelchair. Someone. Yeah. I don't know. Was, uh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right, let's move on. All right, so second story, kind of a story, kind of not. We'll get everyone's opinions on it. What each fighter should do, but it's a little bit of like. This triangle circle going on. Uh, so Nate Diaz calls out Tony Ferguson, but Ferguson calls out Connor, and then Connor calls out Nate. So it's just a little circle of them wanting to fight each other, but no one wants to fight the same person. It's kind of weird. It's kind of funny. But I personally think I don't know. Actually, I feel like I feel like what would make sense in terms of the UFC rankings and all that. Connor is hurt, so I think. Something that would be perfect is to for Nate Diaz to fight Ferguson, and then the winner fights Connor. I think yeah, that that's makes exactly. perfect sense for Connor, as well as the other, as well as just resolving what the other two wants. See, the <clears> thing <throat> is, though, Nate Diaz is on the last fight of his contract. I'm pretty sure, so, and I think Tony Ferguson might too. So, I don't know if they're gonna get resigned. I'm um, not sure about Tony, but I'm pretty sure it's Nate Diaz's last fight on my, his contract. McGregor right. actually too, but I, he'll get whatever he wants. Yeah. So uh, I I think from so Dana White. Oh, you go, Kermit. You go. I think that Diaz and McGregor, um, if they want to resign, they're gonna get resigned. Yeah. Tony, Tony, he's hasn't looked very good. And I mean, he uh, brings in people, but he's not. The however, same. however, I mean, he he yeah, he brings in people. Uh. He, they, we, we kept Woodley around for however long, however long. So I don't, I don't think, I don't think any of them are going anywhere for now. If they want to come back, then I think they're definitely coming back. I mean, I don't to- think. Oh, I don't know about Tony. No. I don't know yeah, about Tony because they they cut Yoel Romero. Yeah, uh, yeah bro. Cut Yoel Romero, the, but... the UFC has a very interesting thing of just if you lose like three or so, or three or four fights in a row, they have a very interesting way of just cutting you, and and sending you somewhere else. I don't and, know. I just think that they're gonna stick around. We kept Woodley around. We've kept other people around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, no, honestly, I think I think Ferguson's around. Like um, uh, his past three fights, even though they're losses, I mean he they're fought all against top guys. Yeah, he fought Gaethje, uh, Oliveira, and Benil Dariush, who is yeah, on a and, rampage um, right now. Um, and you know, um, just yeah, I mean, like Cerrone's still here. I mean, yeah, so, yeah, no, but Cerrone's definitely uh, just waning. Yeah. So. That's that. I personally think Diaz to Ferguson. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Winner fights Connor when Connor's on. I, I, I think, yeah. but in terms of like the UFC, like not as rankings, but as like the history of the UFC, I think the best fight would probably be McGregor Diaz. Yeah, I need to see a third. Yeah, I need. I need a third. Also, I think my like, money I need would be it. on. 
I think my money would be on Diaz and Ferguson, Ferguson, and then Diaz. I, honestly, Conor. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Nah, I think Diaz. Diaz, the thing is, like, he obviously can win any fight on any, like, you know, because they're that's just how the Diaz brothers are. They're that's they're, they're the king of underdog fights. They, that's literally their thing. They they just come in. They don't give. They don't give a damn. They're gonna beat you. That that's what they do. They fight. They're fighters. They're 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 a fighters fighter. You know, mm-hmm. right? But the thing is, Tony Ferguson's crazy. Tony Ferguson, Tony I think, Ferguson. is taking yeah. too much punishment. I think he's I think he's towards the end of his career. I don't think that he has the same juice as he used to. Diaz is just very um. I think stamina is just honest- crazy. I just think I, I all right. Nick Diaz. I don't I don't think I think he's on the same level as, as Tony. Whereas Nick and Tony do not look good, but Nate I think looks fresh. Um, yeah, Nate you know, looks he like looked, he didn't miss a beat. Actually, I mean, maybe not didn't miss a beat, but, but he's still like, he's still Leon, good. Leon he lasted with Leon. He, he lasted with Leon. I mean, Edwards, Leon was piecing him the whole fight until bro, the end. And then, yeah, yeah, I and then, know. Bro, but if, if he just had is, a little more energy, he, he could last won. though. That's my point. Um, yeah. I just think that you know he last. He all right, he went, but still he went five rounds with Leon Edwards, who in my opinion probably should be. Probably should be getting the championship fight instead of instead of Colby. But I agree with there's you. some other news. Yeah, I, agree I, don't even know. I think there's like something going on with that where Usman said he wanted Leon, but Leon had to Leon couldn't fight in time or something like that. So he had to take Kobe. So but all right. Honestly, yeah. I'm not mad at that. I, I'd, like I'd rather see, Colby I, anyways. I'd, to like, be honest. I'd like to see Usman break his jaw again. I'd like yeah, to see him I mean, do more than that. Nobody really wants to see Colby, him. So yeah, I, I yeah, that could be that, that. that could definitely be a talking point of another show. Why yeah, everyone right. hates Colby Covington? <laughs> so, last story, which leads us to our verdict on the main event or the prediction. So, Costa versus Vittori. Um, Costa just being extremely unprofessional. Couldn't make the middleweight, which is what 185? 185 pounds. 185 pounds, which he usually does. Couldn't make that, so they agreed to a catch weight at 195. Catch weight is just an agreement between the two about what weight they will fight at. It's not a real weight class. It's just a, it's just yeah. An no, they just uh, it's just a ten fighters. pound allowance. Yeah. Yep. And however, um, since Vittori was yeah. on weight and like you know on weight able to make the uh, the 185 initially, and he was the one that had to you know he's going to be forfeiting the weight to to, to Palo Costa mm-hmm. really. He was going to get 20 percent of his purse at this catch weight. But he is still getting he's still getting twenty percent weight. He's still getting for twenty percent of of Costa's earnings now. I just think that all right. Well, now this fight, Costa couldn't even make it to one ninety five. Now it's being moved to light heavyweight at what? What is that? Two hundred five. Two hundred five. Yeah. Two hundred five. Yeah. Two hundred five. So I mean, now literally, it's just when... gonna be. A, it's just gonna. All right. Well, first, yeah. So it's and now it's being moved to two hundred five. They're gonna fight at light heavyweight. I don't know how that's gonna affect the middleweight rankings because they're. I mean, they it's a it's a middleweight fight at light heavyweight. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah, no, it's right, just yeah. a middleweight. It's, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be the exact same thing. Yeah, so Vittori because, takes twenty yeah. percent of Costa's earnings, and and you know, I personally, personally, I think that Costa should. I think Costa is extremely unprofessional. You know, uh, I don't like either fighter, but now I'm just rooting for Vittori, even though he beat my boy Kevin Holland. I'm just rooting for Vittori because <laughs> Costa is just very, very unprofessional, and I think that. It should be way more than twenty percent, especially I mean, if they missed both of them. I think it should be fifty. Yeah, I mean, it's literally. I mean, Costa literally, when they told when when they were talking about one eighty five and moving it to one ninety five for a catch weight, he was two hundred eleven pounds. They asked him at a, in a press conference. I was watching uh-huh. it. That he was two hundred eleven pounds when they were asking him if he was on target for weight for one eighty five, and he was like, no. <laughs> yep. So and it's just you know, 
And yeah, these guys and then, get paid and the thing millions. Is, it's not even like he's like being respectful about it. Like he's being yeah, like boastful. Like but bo- like he's acting he was, like he's I'm gonna knock you out. Like he was like, two eleven at, at when they asked him that, and then the official weigh in. I'm looking on the UFC website right now. He weighed in at two eighteen, which is thirty pounds over the limit. Yeah, like it's like just, he's um, way bigger props than, than Vittori. Props to Vittori. Also. You know that makes oh, him yeah. taking this fight. Did you? Um, did you? And guys I think see, that's gonna gain him a lot of fans. Did you guys see yeah, the, uh, gain the face fans. off between Costa and Vittori yesterday? Yeah, I did. I, the, I, and... the the double bird, and then uh, having like three people hold both of them back. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, mean, I, I hope it's gonna be a good I mean. Honestly, Vittori, yeah, I really want to see this fight. Yeah, just props to Vittori for still taking the fight because he could have easily said no, and I, nobody would have nobody would have questioned I, it. I would not have questioned it either. Yeah, nobody would have questioned yeah, it. 20, you know, 25 Costa pounds over the agreed limits. Yep, extremely unprofessional. Yeah, um, so. Honestly, 50%, to me, fifty percent of the person should be. Yeah, no, I because he's think, risking, he's risking like getting knocked out. Yeah, you know, so, he's, he's forfeiting yeah. a lot of weight to a huge yeah. So guy. this 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 leads to our hang on this to a guy that cuts our, a lot of weight as is. Yeah, this is gonna lead to our prediction discussion about the fight. All right, so give your picks. Who wins tonight in the uh, main event? All right, I'll I'm go, like, I'll go. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you, you go, go first. No, you go first. You can go. All right, all right, you win. So. Even though I, I think this is ridiculously unprofessional and it, it's really honestly probably shouldn't happen, I think Paolo Costa is going to win. The the weight difference is so mm-hmm. big. I mean, how about you, Chris? I mean, you don't know about his his camp, because, uh, you know. I'm like mm-hmm. I came in. Well, I I like initially I feel like Costa should easily win, but at the same time, Vittor- I feel like Vittori's just like. He's just like that pit bull that just like keeps coming back and he just like he just has an endless motor. And I mean yeah. I mean, like in all reality, Costa should easily beat Vittori. And well the the the, the Vegas line is Costa's plus one twenty and Vittori's mm-hmm. minus one forty. So I, I, I don't know. I think it I really think it could go either way. I wanna see how uh this increased weight actually affects the fight. Cause Vittori's an amazing wrestler. He like if he like and Costa, I, I feel like Costa could that that could be his downfall if Vittori mm-hmm. gets him in the clinch. Get, oh, shout out to the podcast name if he gets him on the ground. Um, like I, I think I think Vittori has enough like wherewithal to dominate from hit. Like he he's enough at like he knows how to fight his fight, and I think yeah. if he does that, he could he could win. Yeah, so I think um my pick is gonna be. It's going to be tough, but I think I'm going to go with Vittori because I don't think Costa is a very good wrestler. And I think Vittori, Vittori has a very, very, very bad temper also. Yeah. And I think this just – I think this whole debacle just kind of, you know, it really ticked him off. So I just think he's going to come in with a very, very different yeah. mindset. And I just think, it, I I think he's going to be able to take him down. And I think, I think it's going to – I think the first two rounds might be a lot of Costa. Yeah, but I don't. But I, I see Vittori, But the thing is, Vittoria doesn't really get knocked out. So I think it's gonna. I think mm-hmm. as the fight goes on, Vittori's gonna gain a lot of um momentum. You know, yeah, he's gonna gain a lot of momentum. He's gonna take him down. He's gonna be able to take him down. He's gonna yeah. He's gonna lay on top of him just like he did with Kevin Holland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, but you know um, but hey, but Costa, it's gonna be hard because 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 of the weight difference. But and Costa does have a lot of power also. Yeah, but Vittori's never, Vittori doesn't really get knocked down, so I'm not. I think yeah. I personally just gonna take Vittori. Close stuff. He wants to win. He's got to keep his distance, and yeah. he's just gotta. He's gotta. Close thing is also also because Costa just kind of 
like Costa, he's very erratic with his punches. I feel like also. So he's gonna go yeah, and swing. Yeah, he's. I feel like he's just he's just punching for a knockout. He's like he's like he's in Ghana. He's like in Ghana. Yeah, he's yeah. So but and that's gonna Ghana. leave and that's yeah, gonna leave him Ghana. open. And that's gonna leave him open to to takedowns. And I think when he takes him down, then yeah, gonna, I, I think it's Vittori's really, fight. I think yeah. it's Vittori's fight. I personally not to mention although I did choose Paulo Costa, you know you don't know how good his camp actually was because he didn't cut that weight. He yeah, didn't exactly. make. Yeah. You know you don't know so, what his cardio is gonna be like at this weight. You know, yeah, you don't know. Also, you don't know how long he's gonna be able to, to like last out. You know, mm-hmm. and that could be to to his disadvantage. Yep. I also feel like. But, yeah, I also feel like if he's if he couldn't even cut like like fifteen pounds to get to one ninety five, like how hard did this guy work in camp? Exactly. I don't. I don't know how how well this guy. Like to me, it seems like this guy was very lazy. <clears throat> didn't doesn't care. I think yeah. I think um, he just goes into every fight thinking he's just gonna dominate. Like just I based off physical little, prowess. So I, and that, that yeah. could be to his downfall. It yeah. really mm-hmm. could. But in yep. the end of the day, his prowess is ridiculous. Yeah, he. Yep. Act, so, I mean, like look at the size of the UFC dude. fighter ever. Right, dude, he's so. like damn near a model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> look, at, look at him. <laughs> all right, so we'll, all right, we got all right. So, so we got two Vittori, me and Chris, one Costa for Lana. All right, well, well, let's keep a record on this show. Yeah, right? we'll we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, we'll keep we'll keep the we'll little record. All right, every so, episode. all right. Also, let's, let's give let's give one last little prediction. All right, so I'm gonna go with Vittori by decision. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'll I'll, I'll ride that with you. I think I'm gonna say Vittori. Uh, I'm going Costa via TKO. Ooh, okay. What round? I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking a round three knockout. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I, I think. Because the thing is, I, you know, honestly, I, I'm going round two. Because I, I think I, if, so, if it happens, it's going to happen. Right. Right, no, so, wait. I, I'm, I'm changing my prediction. Official change of the prediction. Vittori by knockout, round four. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, later so I think I think if Coastal wins, then I think it's going to be a round two knockout. Yeah. But, I, think, I think I anything think Vittori, after round three is Vittori's fight. I think Vittori will win by decision. I, but I also, I also do. But you never know. I also. I also I, th- I also think a sub a submission in round four could be possible because I feel like I feel like uh, Costa is gonna r- might run out of gas. Yeah. Oh, he his tanks his tanks but, gonna be depleted by uh, yep. early round three. But if my not official sooner. but my official prediction is Vittori round five decision. Word. Solid right. predictions. Yep. That's final. Yep. All right, and we're locking it in. Yep. Lock it we're up. Gonna listen, we're gonna keep a record of this, and we're gonna we're gonna see who has the best um. Best record the best at the end of the year. Yep. Yep. And then I and then I could uh and then I could just uh, have a lot of pride when I um when I have better picks than you guys. Yeah, that's a good joke, yeah. honestly. <laughs> honestly, that, I, you, you, you got, got me a comedy dying podcast, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that concludes our first show. Um please okay. support and follow and be sure to come back next week for our UFC two sixty seven preview. That's gonna be a that's a very, very, very stacked card. card. Yep. Very stacked card. Can't wait to watch that. And Can't wait to watch the main event tonight, too. Not to mention, we got 268 right after that. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, yep. even bigger card. Great, a lot great, of great cards coming up. Great but you know, month to be a UFC fan. Yep. yep. But, you know, all right. Please support us. It's a brand new show. And, hope, you know. Hope you enjoyed. Come back. Enjoyed. Tune in for more. Yep. Thank you, boys. I will see you guys. We will all see you guys later. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace, man.